Blog Talk Radio. Live from Chicago and Las Vegas, you're tuned in to the show that's always on top of what's trending. It's Page One with LeVar and Mary on Blog Talk Radio. Talk Radio Nation, you are tuned into Page One with Bar and Mary. It is Friday night, January 21st. Uh, this is the next to last Friday in the month of January. Next week, the end of the month. This month has gone by. Uh, I don't know the word to describe it. It's gone by fast, but the weeks have gone by slow. Uh, but you made it to Friday night, and we're glad that you are with us. Wherever you may be, whether it is cold, warm, rainy, uh, there's a lot of different things going on. But uh, how are you, my friend? Uh, happy Friday. I am good. How are you doing? I'm good. I, I jumped in red with skin in my teeth, but I'm good. <laughs> I'm relieved we made it to the end of the week. I'm not sure if I could take another day. This was a shortened holiday week, and that's the thing that gets me is that a shortened holiday week. This was the longest week it felt like ever. Um, yeah. I, I saw an article today about uh, daylight saving time coming up soon, and I was like, really? <laughs> See, we just started. <laughs> but according to the article, it is uh, starting to get there, and we're halfway through winter. I guess that means something. <laughs> <laughs> the way he said that was like, I guess that's a good thing. <laughs> for, for what it's worth, I mean, yeah, I mean, it it's, was, it's, that was a reach. Uh, that was a reach for you, huh? I mean, the only exciting thing now is that we are in the age of Aquarius, starting. I think it was today, um, and yeah, daylight saving time uh, is coming up. Uh, I want to say after uh, when we reach Sunday. Uh, it will be exactly seven weeks until daylight saving time. Uh, it is March 13th. So, yeah. That's when we spring ahead, though. We lose an hour. We lose an hour, but at least it's more daylight outside. Here's the thing. I This is like the depressing time of year if you are a worker who works early and leaves late. Because when you get to work, it's dark. When you leave, it's dark. So you rarely, if ever, see daylight unless you go outside for lunch or you have windows. So I worked in a place that did not have windows. And pretty much when I walked in, it was dark. And when I left, it was dark. And I would try to get outside when I could. But you miss so much. And you miss a lot of day, which is why I think a lot of us are probably vitamin uh, was it vitamin D, vitamin C deprived? Vitamin D, fun. yeah. Yeah. So, and that's funny because yeah. I live in an area that's sunny, like, you know, 300, 
days out of the year. <laughs> so there should be no one deprived of vitamin D uh, there. Um, Too bad we are. Because yeah, you know, they don't have windows. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you would think, though, that they would probably have, like, sun domes or something, like a dome where some sun can come down or uh, nope. something good. Nope. You know why? They don't want you to know what time of day it is. I got my there watch. are no clocks in casinos. There are no clocks in casinos. There are no clocks. There's no windows. <laughs> but I still got my watch. So what are you going to do, take my watch to you when I come in? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tempt him, man. You know what Vegas hey, is built no. on? Gambling and yeah, monsters. No. <laughs> right. no watches, bud. So the, no. I have a question for you, though, since we're talking about this, other than gambling and monsters. Um, <laughs> no gambling and monsters, I promise. Um, no. What do you think about the whole daylight savings time thing? I hate it. I think... Uh, I am a traditionalist in some ways, and then I am not a traditionalist. And, and I don't really understand the whole need for it in this day and age. Perhaps there was a need for it years ago when it was instituted. I don't think that we really need it now. Um, it, it's kind of like you don't really have a lot of farmers that really rely on it. And even then, the farmers today is like, hey, sun up, sun down. Whenever it comes and whenever it goes, we're done. So I, there are a lot of things that are probably no longer needed. Daylight saving time is one. The Electoral College is another. I think pretty much at this point, yeah, it probably is time to think of something different. Because I don't think it – because some people now, it's like everybody's going their own way. Some people are doing it. Some people don't want to do it. Some people say, screw it. We're staying at the same time year-round. And if everyone's not on board, what's the point, you know? Mm -hmm. But what's your reason for not having it? (laughs) I just don't understand it. Cutting off one, you know, like moving your hour either earlier or later does not change the length of the day. It just changes when the day is most bright. When it comes to farming, they have these newfangled things called lights <laughs> on what? the top of their what? tractors and combines. What? And it makes them bright. I mean, they—they they, just really is like like there's no reason for it anymore. And farmers don't like if they're going to work. It's not even sun up, sun down anymore. They work. I get out there at 4 a.m. I get done at, you know, 7 p.m. Those are my days during this time of year or whatever the case may be. Um, They have watches and times and clocks and and phones and, like I said, those newfangled lights that help them. So I just, yeah, I don't. I I feel like it's something that was great when it was helpful. Yeah. (laughs) Right. It It was great when it was helpful. It's no longer helpful and, therefore, it's no longer great. <laughs> I am actually going to agree with you. Like I said, yeah, you know, no, you, you, I agree with you. 
I'm pretty sure there are a few other people that, you know, do as well. Because, yeah, there's no really need. The reasons for it and when we had it is no longer really prevalent in today's society. So there's no point in really having it. So, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, next show we'll probably do a whole show on Daylight Savings Time. We'll probably do one a weekend up. Instead of, you know, we'll have an (laughs) annual festival show, we're going to have our annual Daylight Saving Time show where we'll start an hour early or we'll start an hour early. (laughs) 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 You can just catch up with us at that point. The surprise will be be great. (laughs) But if you get here early. Yes, we're here now. <laughs> Oops, we ran out of time. Did you do your dishes? Nope. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Yeah. So, no, I mean, that's, you know, I agree with you. I mean, it's, um, yeah, I, I don't think it's needed anymore. It's it's a little outdated. Uh, there's a lot of things now that are outdated, but people hold on to them because it's tradition and people uh, look to that to guide them. You'd be surprised at how many people get lost once something traditional gets taken away. I mean, I get it. There are certain traditions which you keep, and then there are certain other ones that you just don't need anymore. Daylight saving time is one of them. You know, I think that's why people well, keep clutching on to. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I guess my my question is: Does anybody really even like remember, other than being told, or they wake up in the morning and their their alarm clock that is linked to the internet that's linked to like whatever internal clock is out there for what that whole thing or your iPhone, or your Samsung, or whatever the case may be, like your cellular network. Other than that, does anybody really remember? Does anybody have to really go back through? Like, I remember, I'm going to date myself a little bit, I remember having to go through and reset all the clocks in the house. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the and that included the big pendulum clock. Yeah. Grandfather clock. Yeah, as well. and this included the big grandfather clock. Yeah, well, we had we had a pendulum clock, but yeah, the same same principle. It was not a uh, an analog clock. It was a or not a digital clock. It was an analog clock. So we had to go back through and change all of the clocks in the house. And there seemed to be one in every sinking room, and I hated every stinking minute of it. <laughs> and then you know you'd wake up and you'd look at the clock, and it was nine o'clock, and it was actually. 10 o'clock, and you're like, even in my car, I don't have to reset my car clock anymore. You know, some old cars you do, (laughs) but if you were lazy, you just kept it the same and you just wait it until the next go around and be like, Yeah, I just didn't feel like setting it. (laughs) Oh, that's normal, right? You only had to deal with it for six months anyway. It was just weird. I just, it's one of those things. I guess it's one of those things. yeah. If, if yeah, um, if you guessed tonight, uh, this is potpourri night, and it's something that we haven't done in a while. Uh, potpourri night is pretty much just the fancy phrase for there was really no news stories this week. So <laughs> <laughs> we do whatever comes into our brains, and I have whatever a weird com- brain. Whatever comes into our brain, which is a dangerous thing. I mean, we still have some parts here that we will follow. Of course, we'll do the retro moment of the week. We'll do the almanac coming up here shortly, and then we'll take a live look at what's trending. But tonight is pretty much just all hot topics where I'll just pull different things that uh, maybe caught my interest this week uh, and then 
that's pretty much it. There's no really set stories to that because there really wasn't anything that went on. But unfortunately, we do start this show once again with, like, some more sad news. Today it was just, like, mm-hmm. back-to-back. I mean, early this morning we found out uh, legendary uh, singer and actor Meatloaf passed away. Um, and then a few hours later uh, we learned that uh, comedian Louis Anderson passed away. And mm-hmm. it's like, man, everybody is just leaving here, like, quick. And I did not know today. Uh, I thought that I heard an interview with Meatloaf, and he said the only thing that used to drive him nuts, he said it wasn't people asking him about, you know, his music or about his acting. He said the one thing that drove him nuts was when people didn't separate his name. It's Meat Loaf. Not meatloaf altogether. It was meat and then loaf, which I thought was interesting because for years I always thought it was combined as one, like the food meatloaf, but it was not. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just like a lot of talent is just like leaving here, and it kind of starts to shake you up a bit because it's you know um, people who you you know you might not have seen as often, but. Um, but you know them when they are around. Uh, I'm not a, the resident musical uh, and movie expert, but I know that you are a fan of, because uh, I know he was in, um, uh, I'm going to get this so wrong, because he was in, uh, what movie Meatloaf was in? He was in, um, this is so bad. <laughs> I don't know why I want to say that shot before this, but that's not it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out where you were going with it. You were yeah. trying to talk at um. Now you got I see the I see the freaking poster, and now you just got because you said little shop of horrors, and now that's the only thing that's in my head is the song is little shop of horrors. Thank you, thank you. It's Pennsylvania sweet kids being the What is that? Time what is that you movie? Time Warp again, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's got the lips. <laughs> and <laughs> it's just curry, wasn't it? Why are we not, why are we looking at this? Like, cat, this is where a cat would be really helpful. Like, you know, on the side, if we were on, like, ooh, Twitch, maybe? Yeah. You know, actually, <laughs> this this could have been that moment where I actually probably should have uh, <laughs> I probably should have pulled our emergency stop gap. <laughs> Rocky Horror Picture Show, by the way. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I had to get you out of. I needed to get Little Shop of Horrors out of my head because horror was in the title, and that was that was the only thing that was coming to my brain. I'm like, no. No, you, you, Audrey, too, need to be over there, and you can be fed later. Like, that's a different movie. That's a different musical. Now, what's sad is that, you know, during that, I almost pressed the button for, like, the music to help us out while we had, like, that's that's the first that we both totally had, like, a brain fart. (laughs) So, at this point, I almost feel like I have to play the music just to punish us for a few seconds, so bear with me. All right. <laughs> Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, Lord. I don't know why that – all day long I've looked at that, and I was like, 
then all of a sudden I thought, oh, Little Shop of Horrors. And they're like, no, that's not it. Why are you thinking that? I, I don't know. <laughs> but that is another that is another musical that is another musical movie that I do enjoy. So, yes, I'm okay with both of those. <laughs> Lordy, but uh, yes, but no. Every Friday we come to you with uh, sad news such as that, and it's you know, uh, I remember. Uh, always seeing Louie in the 80s, whether it was like comedy specials or, uh, you know, of course, in <laughs> Coming to America, and he was in the new one. Um, and I think they had talked about uh, when they had put him in the movie, and, you know, and he's done a lot of things. And, of course, the uh, cartoon, I think, was it Little Louie or whatever that was back in the 90s. Um, so, yeah, very sad. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's... It is life, and uh, life continues, and um, I know seeing it come from threes, fours, and fives now instead of just three because um, uh, so many things have happened this week, and I was actually going to say locally here, uh, tip of the hat um, for uh, Les Grobstein of uh, WSCR AM 1000, or 670 here uh, in Chicago, who long time uh, over the post, uh, they even mentioned it on ESPN, uh, Les passed away on Sunday, but he had a mind like <laughs> I want to say it was. They, they kind of said it was like Rain Man. He could tell you what happened in sports on your birthday and, and almost have it down to sheer detail. You know, he could probably tell me the day I was born. You know, if the Bulls played, who was in that game? Uh, how many points they probably scored and where they were at. And he was probably there. Um, but even I, um, uh, avid person who sometimes is up nights and doesn't go to bed, uh, listens to the radio, which a lot of people would usually watch TV or look at their phone. But I still do the old school thing and listen to the radio. Unless was always there. And I knew the last few weeks when he wasn't on the air, something was up because he was always there. Uh, and then to hear that he passed away on Sunday, um, definitely a shout out to his family. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a huge loss for sports radio because it's a bygone era when you have someone in a major market do overnights. Because what happens now in this day and age, you know, I love radio. Um, I love this platform because it reminds me of that. Granted, AM, but it reminds me of that. Um, and I hope when you guys listen to it, it takes you back to that because it is a lost art now. At an age in which everybody like voice tracks something from out of state and there's no locally produced thing. Like the radio for us, and I know I could speak for you too, growing up in you know the era in which we did, <laughs> uh, you had your personalities. And those people were the ones that you heard and were like embedded in their slots, whether it was in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening. And you relied on those folks. And now it's kind of like, it just seems like terrestrial radio. It seems like a bunch of strangers and it's, it's, you know, they're not local. They don't know, you know, um, the things about your city. And granted, some people come in and learn, but it's almost like people are coming from other cities and staying there. Like if somebody from Seattle's voice tracking from there in Vegas, 
uh, they don't know about Vegas. Or somebody was from Portland voice tracking to Chicago. They don't know about Chicago. They don't know, you know, if there was uh, something going on here. And they'll talk as if nothing. So, you know, that's why I think people loved the radio personalities growing up and why they were so revered because they were local, they got out in the community, and they knew what they were talking about. Uh, it's a bygone era, and I know especially with his passing, it's the beginning of uh, kind of uh, ending to the radio personality, especially overnights. So that's my two-minute rant. Um, <laughs> it is sad sad and it is a lost art and it is i think people forget that that's something how much work goes into it but then on top of it just being you can't just be anybody and be on the radio Mm -hmm. it takes a special personality and and he's going to be sorely missed Mm -hmm. so yeah so yeah, uh, shout out to uh, him this weekend, and uh, yeah, we are like I said, we are in January. Uh, we haven't even gotten out of the month yet. Uh, there is a lot that is going on today, as I've told some people. Uh, it of course is January twenty uh, first. So today is uh, Squirrel Appreciation Day. <laughs> I am uh, a squirrel. I really am a squirrel. Yeah, you just can't say that and not uh, <laughs> explain why. <laughs> no, I can't. I, I am one of the. <laughs> Actually, I should be more. I guess I'm a dog, not a squirrel, now that I'm thinking about it. Um, based off of like a couple of different movies and cartoons and stuff, whenever a somebody couldn't pay attention, they just go squirrel and their oh. attention goes like, Makes a left hand turn. That gotcha. would be me. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I thought I was just sitting silently, like, did I say something wrong? No, no, no. I was, I was waiting for the explanation. I was like, uh oh, okay. Well, no, no, no. No explanation. Just me. Squirrel. Done. Uh, no explanation. Uh, here we go again. <laughs> Somehow I have a feeling that's going to not be the last time <laughs> tonight. <laughs> um, today is also National Hyaluronic Acid Day. Uh, I hope I pronounced that correct. Um, pretty much, it raises awareness of the important hydrating benefits of the skincare ingredient hyaluronic acid. Uh, the day also provides education on the proper usage of those products. Uh, it's the second most searched beauty ingredient of 2021. It's also a popular ingredient recommendation by dermatologists. Um, it also offers a variety of benefits, including deep hydration, plumping, and reduction of fine lines and is suitable for sensitive skin. So, hmm. yeah, that is that. And then National Granola Bar Day is today. And my favorite day of the year because I am a hugger. And today is National Hugging Day. Uh, so a virtual hug to all of you that needs it. Um, I have I mentioned it today, and there are people who either like it or don't like it so that they're not huggers or they will attempt to try to. <laughs> you either are or you aren't. 
and the thing is, is that you can't do it halfway. Um, there's nothing worse. Than is there such a thing as a halfway hug? I've never had a halfway hug. It, it's like those people. Then that again, I'm a hugger, up. so I don't allow halfway hugs. Let's do it that way. Right. 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 As a matter of fact, we're going to call it a half ass hug because that's pretty much what you did. You messed it up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's no such thing. You, you, do it you don't. Yeah, I don't understand that because you know how you go to some people and there's some people that go, "Hey," and you don't know because here's the thing: they're not going to be rude and say, "Don't hug me, don't touch me." Uh, some people will give you that kind of like distance off where you just don't touch them. And then there's some who will go, I'll just do it just to do it. But they don't, because if you are a hugger, and like you and I both know, if you are a hugger, you go into it giving it your all. Um, and the halfway hug is those people who are like, eh, pat, pat, and then just like, okay, push off. <laughs> That's a halfway hug. <laughs> Like, you didn't even try, you know? Um, but, yeah, so it's National Hugging Day. Um, also today, or tomorrow, it is National Blonde Brownie Day. Uh, it is Celebration of Life Day, National Sanctity of Life Day, National Fruitcake Toss Day. Uh, if you have, still have one, uh, time to toss it. <laughs> uh, oh, so okay. Good. Do you still have some? I mean, I mean, if you because you know how people give you one, and you might take a slice here, and then you probably won't eat it again for another week, and then you'll probably get another slice when you think about it, and then it might still be sitting in the back of your fridge somewhere, and yeah, toss it. Because <laughs> if you got one during the holiday season, it's pretty much not good anymore. So, uh, funny story, I was at uh, Big Lots this week. And you know those cakes, what are they called, the panettes or panorettes or whatever that is? It comes in a yellow box. It's kind of like a fruit cake, no. and then some are like a plain vanilla. I'll have to take a picture and show it to you, but they they had this, still had a Christmas uh, clearance sale. And the one thing that was left that was a lot of it were these cakes. And I feel bad every year because they're the fruit cakes. I mean, they still were left. At a like rock bottom deal, and you would think, being that it's like some type of sweet, some people would probably grab it. Nope, uh uh <laughs> Whole shelf full of them left. So I'm like, how does this company stay in business? I mean, I, I get it. I know there's fans of it, but yeah, I'm gonna find a picture of it for you. But yeah, um, but Sunday, uh, Sunday it is National Pie Day. It is this is where I miss Baker Square. Uh, it's also National Handwriting Day. Uh, not a lot of people do that anymore. <laughs> no, um, they don't. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You know, that's sad. Do they teach uh, penmanship anymore? Uh, okay. No. It's not something that's critiqued as much. But they do still, in some schools and some areas, they still teach cursive lettering, and they still teach lettering, and they have you doing, like, writing prompts. But I don't know that they actually critique your writing 
specifically, like you you formed the letters correctly. Gotcha. Well, good ways to observe National Handwriting Day is either by either starting a journal, sending a handwritten letter to a friend or family member. Now, if you write like Chicken Scratch, I would probably say you don't want to do that. Uh, writing a short story. Uh, taking a calligraphy class. That's a lost art. Uh, writing a to-do list. Leaving a love note for someone dear to you. Complimenting someone with a handwritten sticky note. Uh, pay with a check, if you dare. And leave your server a tip and a handwritten word of thanks for their service. Uh, it was established by the Writing Instrument Manufacturers Association in 1977. Uh, their motive was to promote the consumption of pens, pencils, and writing paper. Uh, and January 23rd was chosen as this is the birthday of John Hancock, who was the first person to sign the Declaration of Independence. So that. And take up most of the bottom of that whole document. And everybody else looked at him like, really? Really, John? You had to be like that? And just think, he got saved by three extra letters on his last name. Um, also, on January 24th, <laughs> nobody caught that one. On January 24th. <laughs> I'm not going to laugh at it all loud. <laughs> actually, there was a funny story behind why I said that, because they were talking about the um, – well, I'll go into that next week. But uh, National Peanut Butter Day is coming up on January 24th. Uh, it is also Beer Can Appreciation Day and National Compliment Day. So compliment someone if you can. Uh, January 25th, uh, Tuesday, brings us Plan for Vacation Day, the last Tuesday in January, uh, National Opposite Day. National Florida Day and it is also National Irish Coffee Day. Like a little Irish coffee? Irish coffee. Uh like a true Irish coffee with a little bit of bailey's in it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of alcohol. Yeah, no, I no, I enjoy good Irish coffee. Um, normally that I have, I have that when one, I'm not driving, but two, I'm at a restaurant, um, so that I can have like, like good Irish coffee with whipped cream and everything. You, 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 you push the cream. You don't, you don't, you, you cut the cream. You don't stir it. So yeah, good Irish coffee. Absolutely. But you go through the cream. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. And then on January 26th, that Wednesday, it brings us National Spouses Day, National Peanut Brittle Day, National Green Juice Day, and Library Shelfie Day. I said that correct. Library Shelfie Day. It offers a unique opportunity for book lovers, um, as some collectors of books tend to arrange their collections so that their spines can be admired pleasantly. Others have a system of organization that results in an alternative art form. However, our books are organized on the shelf. They're meant to be photographed and shared on social media. So take a picture of your books if you have them still in your library. And then on Thursday, uh, for a day all by itself, and I'm looking here, and I, <laughs> I'm going to share something with all of you. I have a calendar over here to keep track of, like, the days. And I'm wondering why on this calendar I did not write in the 27th. 
I guess we just want to cancel it. Um, in the 27th, um, it is only one thing going on that day. It is National Chocolate Cake Day. So good at this day all by itself. Yep. If you are here in Chicago, I am pretty sure Portillo's is going to be doing something. <laughs> they, oh. So, oh, that's so not fair. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. I am I'm a fan sure. of German chocolate cake as well. I don't know if you like German co- chocolate cake. A lot, I do. So good. So good. By the way, speaking of uh, Portillo's, I was going to tell you, uh, well, if you're here in Chicago, you know what Portillo's is and what they do. Um. They actually have, and if you were coming to Chicago, a brand new shake. They have their infamous chocolate cake shake, uh, which is pretty much what it is. It's with chocolate cake, and they pretty much do it. But they have one just in time for Valentine's Day. They have their chocolate-covered strawberry shake, which mixes fresh strawberries and their famous chocolate cake frosting to pretty much create chocolate-covered strawberries. I might try that this weekend. I am intrigued. That is that is a coma and a half for me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm very intrigued at trying that. Um you'll have to let me know how sweet that is cuz that just hearing it I think my blood sugar jumped about 10 points. I will probably be, uh, yeah. I will probably be b- bouncing off walls, which is I. I the crash I'm afterwards. Still, I want to know the crash afterwards. Right. I, I'm still fearing. I have never, in all my years of being here, I've never eaten or tried the chocolate cake shake. Um, I kid you not, because I was fearful of it because I saw what they've done. It's like a big old hunk of their chocolate cake. They put it in with the vanilla ice cream, and yeah, and I hear from people, and they say the smallest one really is what you should be doing. Uh, anything larger than that, you're never going to really finish it. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I am kind of scared on doing that, so uh, I don't think I'm going to do that just yet. Uh, Speaking of Valentine's Day, I am a little sad, though. Uh, This year, White Castle uh, is not going to be doing their Valentine's Day special where couples can come in and dine uh, due to COVID. Uh, So, yeah. I was going to take you, but... Very romantic. I, I don't. I don't know if I could have handled it. <laughs> Big spender, you know. Um, don't. <laughs> no, some people, they, some people they probably met at like, or it might have been like their favorite. So I'm not gonna knock it. Um, it is what it is. So no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that is. Uh, Early look at everything. See, we've already a, a half hour in uh, of a show of Popery and Host Chat for you on this Friday night, page one. So, um, time for Retro Moment of the Week. Um, 
kind of a last minute one that we added here. I will let you listen to it. And um, it seems the last few weeks we've done stuff with jingles. Uh, we will continue with that with a favorite. Um, and that's the preview that I have for it. And then on the other side, we'll take a look at what's trending. We'll continue with more host chat here on this Friday night. And um, yeah, and uh, glad you're with us. By the way, before I forget and before we go to the break, uh, we just started about a week or two ago. But if you have not had a chance yet, um, before I even go to that, I just saw something on Twitter. So Twitter now has, and I kid you not, uh, they now have NFT profile pictures. Um, I'm still learning about NFTs. NFTs are short for non-fungible tokens. And, of course, they're digital items that you can own. Uh, Proof of ownership is stored on a blockchain, a digital database that is publicly accessible. Uh, So NFT profile pictures are displayed in a special hexagonal shape, and you can choose an NFT as your profile picture, and you can connect it to your crypto wallet. So don't be too shocked if the next time you are on Twitter that you see people now with NFT profile pictures trying to sell them. But um, just a heads up, only because we're on Twitter at NewsCometBTR. No, we are not selling NFT profile pictures. Nobody would want a picture of my face. Um, but I want to remind you that you can submit your nomination through the end of February for our second annual March tournament this year. It is the page one tournament of bad, uh, hashtag page one T O B, uh, go online using the hashtag. Let us know what should make the list. Uh, we will start probably in mid February, uh, with, uh, going through some of the picks that we have, uh, going into it. Um, uh, but, yes, please, go send your nominations using the hashtag Page1TOB. So um, I think I've gotten everything right. Anything going on over on Discord? I, uh, no, I was just checking that right now, no other than normal, you know, daily streaming, that kind of thing. So There you go. But we've got some people that are streaming, so you missed out on me playing Phasmophobia earlier today. That was funny. (laughs) You're like, no. (laughs) I'm going to eventually get used to games. I'm so bad when it comes to games, and, yeah, it's – I have to get my patience built back up to play computer games, but uh, of course, nothing beats watching them. Twitch, Twitch. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to make sure I got that in uh, for this week. But yeah, time for Retro Moment of the Week. <laughs> this is page one with Laura Mary. We'll be back in a minute. It's not what you're thinking. This isn't my lunch. I just got back from the Sports Authority. You know the place. All your sporting needs at the lowest everyday prices. Solo, they don't even need to have sales. So just remember three things about the Sports Authority. Big selection, low prices, and enough change to buy lunch. But not necessarily in that order. The Sports Authority. You've never seen anything quite like it. If you... 
happy sound. Snap is the happiest sound I've found. You may clap, rap, tap, slap, but snap makes the world go round. Snap, crackle, pop, rice krispies. I say it's crackle, the crispy sound. You gotta have crackle or the clock's not wound. Geese cackle, feathers tickle, bells buckle, beats tickle, but crackle makes the world go round. Snap, crackle, pop, rice krispies. I insist that pops the sound. The best is missed unless pops around. You can't stop hopping when the cereal's popping. Pop makes the world go round. Snap, crackle, pop, rice krispies. Let's go for Kellogg's Rice Krispies. Snap, it's crackle. What a happy sound. You gotta have crackle or the sound not bound. You be You're listening to Page One with LeVar and Mary on Block Talk Radio. Your source for all the current topics and news you need to know. Here's LeVar and Mary. Page one with LeVar Mary on this Friday night, January 21st, 2022. Um, that, well, the first commercial course was with the late, great Louis Anderson for Sports Authority. Um, and then the other one for Rice Krispies, you don't see too many jingles anymore. No, you don't. I miss them. <laughs> I really miss them. I just want somebody to do like a retro commercial with like a jingle. Even if it may seem hokey, I think people would love it for its like throwback. So, yeah, I miss it. Uh, Hopefully one day somebody will do it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, taking a look at what is trending on Twitter right now. Um, Grayson Allen uh, has been trending strongly here over the last hour, and there's a, there's a reason here why he has been. And actually, I'm going to take a look because I'm just curious because I haven't seen it. And yeah, that oh yeah, that looks bad. Um, so Grayson, oh wow. Uh, if you go online, you will see that he drew a flagrant two for a hard foul on Chicago Bulls player Alex Caruso. Caruso went crashing to the floor. Uh, he just came off of injured reserve. That did not look good. Uh, if I recall, I swore Grayson Allen did some crap like that in college when he was a college player. Um, and even Richard Jefferson uh, he says, Grayson Allen giggling after seeing a flagrant two and being ejected seems pretty on brand for him, which uh, <laughs> that goes to show a lot of players uh, pretty uh, much don't like him. And then some people are saying, Grayson <laughs> Allen just pulled Grayson Allen. <laughs> um, and then some other people are saying, F Grayson Allen. And that's the clean version of what I'm telling you. Um so yeah, um, some people are saying kick Grayson Allen out of the NBA, um, and yeah, I think he did that when he was in college. I 
do believe, if I remember that. So uh, he is trending for all the wrong reasons tonight. Uh, also trending, the regular Friday night wrestling with AEW Rampage and SmackDown, RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, earlier today, they had some movies trending. I think it was five, in five movies, and you had to pick one, but it continues. Uh, mean Girls is trending only because they had 15 movies on the list, and you could only save five. <laughs> so the movies that they had <laughs> were The Princess Diaries, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, 13 Going on 30, uh, Made in Manhattan, 50 First Dates, Mean Girls, The Devil Wears Prada, uh, The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, Freaky Friday, Juno, The Wedding Planner, What a Girl Wants, Legally Blonde, Bring It On, and The House Bunny. And it said you can only save five of those movies. Which one are you picking? (laughs) Wow. Have you even watched any of those, I should ask? Actually, you know what? I did watch 13 Going on 30. I did watch um, a little bit of How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. I've seen Made in Manhattan because there is a person that I'm pretty sure will listen to this show that has made me watch it. Uh, 50 First Dates, I've seen bits and pieces. But, yes, I did see Mean Girls. Um, Freaky Friday, I've seen bits and pieces of Wedding Planner. Yes, I've seen. Illegally Blonde, I've seen. Uh, the other ones, bits and pieces, but not really, and I've never seen Juno. Okay. Um, hmm. I, I can only save one out of that list? No, five. You could save five out of the team five. that I just named. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Um, How Lose a Guy in 10 Days, Double Voice Prada, 51st Dates, <laughs> I'll tell you the ones I will say while like, you're thinking of it. I would save the wedding planner. I like a I lot of save, them. That's the problem. Yeah, I'll save the wedding planner. I'll save Legally Blonde. I'll save Mean Girls. I will save Fifty uh, First Dates, and I will maybe save Thirteen Going on Thirty because I like. Uh, yes. So yeah. I still have no idea what the other two would be. There's a lot of them in there. There's one that's not in there that I like that I would definitely say, which is Ten Things I Hate About You. Uh, that wasn't on the list. It's not in there. No, it's not on there. But that'd be one that I would love to say. But um, I do like Legally Blonde. Um, the Bend and Stamp, man. Um. Wedding planner. I probably say wedding planner. We do the like wedding the planner. planner. I like the wedding planner. Yeah, right? I think that's a pretty cool movie. It's got McConaughey. It's got J Lo. Yeah. You know, you can't really not like it. You know. Um, and they don't end up like getting married. Like they end up at the end like in a park. They are not necessarily yeah. like everything turns out perfect. It's like, hey, here we are. You know. And they leave it at that. They don't make it all of those other things, so it's kind of nice. Well, they only eat the brown. Was it? Did they eat the brown M and M's or not eat the brown M and M's? I thought they. They only, only eat the brown M and M's because yeah, the chocolate's M&Ms. already yeah. brown. Yeah. 
See, it's something about a movie I remember. <laughs> I catch a lot of black because I don't watch a lot of movies. Yes. <laughs> yes, we are. Um, <laughs> also <laughs> trending to yeah, I know. Uh, Space has got talent is trending, of course, and then Ozark is trending because part one of the fourth and final season of the Netflix crime drama Ozark premiered today. Uh, I have heard about this all day long from people who were fans of Ozark, and I have not seen it. Don't have Netflix, and <laughs> some people love it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, also trending <laughs> movies tonight. Uh, the Coen Brothers is trending because they did a movie ranking. Uh, the Big Picture did a movie ranking of the Coen Brothers' uh, best films. Um, I'll give you the top five. Uh, at number five was No Country for Old Men. Uh, number four was A Serious Man. Number three was Fargo. Number two was The Big Lebowski. And number one was Miller's Crossing. I've watched all of those but Miller's Crossing. I have no idea what that's about. Now, a lot of people are a little mad because Raising Arizona was seventh. Uh, Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou was 13th. True Grit was 14th. Um, Yeah. I didn't know the Coen Brothers did so many huge movies here, but yeah, everybody was talking about Raising Arizona, how that should have been number one. Followed <laughs> by Big Lebowski and maybe Old Brother, but uh, yeah. A lot of people not happy about that tonight. <laughs> so those are a few of the things that are trending tonight. Oh, also, Dick Buckus is trending tonight. And the reason why Dick Buckus why? is trending tonight It was that he got verified on Twitter, and the first thing he did was pretty much sack Aaron Rodgers on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) This truck is pretty much went after him, and uh, he pretty much, um, he says, now that I have the blue mark, I can kick people off of the platform, right? You hear me, Aaron Rodgers? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So yeah. You guys gave him the blue mark. That's on you. <laughs> and um and then someone had replied to him and said, So glad to see the mark. I still wear your jersey. I had it since I was a kid and it's all worn out now, but still fits. LMAO. People around my age know who you are and I love being able to show them. And he responded by saying, Sorry, you're still trapped in the kid's body. <laughs> Big Buckus is out here burning people tonight as he gets his Twitter verification. So yeah, um, he is. Uh, he ended it 28 minutes ago. Uh, he says enough chit chat. I'm going to eat. Stay safe, Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh yeah. Uh, he says, also sorry to, he said, also sorry to disappoint some of you Packers fans now I'm trendy. It's not because I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it. 
if that is the case, I think I may have to start following Nick Buck. If that is, <laughs> that is awesome, but, uh, that's why he's trending tonight. So if you're on there, um, go ahead and follow and uh, see what it's all about. Uh, before I forget, though, there was a couple of other stories because now that I'm thinking of them tonight. One thing that trended all week long, and I'm not sure if you saw it, was about the makeover to M&M's. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't. Oh. (laughs) Oh, no. That sounds like I'm not going to be happy. No, 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 no. Because, first of all, and before I go into this story, I just want to be known. We are a show of... uh, inclusivity and I get it uh, but I know there are some people who are just like me and like okay this is uh, interesting but the Candy Maker Mars is giving a makeover to its six M&M characters as a way to promote inclusivity uh, the company said that it will provide a modern take on the appearances of the characters which Mars calls lentils and give them more nuanced personalities the lentils, which are featured in red, green, orange, yellow, brown, and blue, will also come in different shapes and sizes. Some of the changes to the M&M characters include making two of them less stereotypically feminine. And the new version, the green M&M ditches the high-heeled boots in favor of sneakers, and the brown candy no longer wears stilettos, opting instead for lower heels. Our ambition is to up... <laughs> To upend the expected, break through barriers, and discover the little joy shared in everyday life, imagine a world with less judgment and more connection, consistent laughter, the company said on its website. Um, The move towards this and embracing individual differences comes at a time when consumers are growing increasingly aware of how products are marketed to them. And, of course, that led to the the name change of Uncle Ben's rice brand in 2020 due to criticism and the ancient model brand, uh, which was rebranded last year. Uh, But some marketers believe that Mars may be overthinking the marketing of its M&Ms. Alan Adamson, co-founder of the marketing consultancy Metaphor, says the move to overhaul the character of the M&Ms is a good idea, but it's just an example of how worried marketers are to offend consumers. And he believes this step is on the verge of potential overthink. Uh, One saw it as an emphasis of ampersand as, as a symbol of unity, is that they're looking for some attention and trying to jump on the bandwagon of trying to be more inclusive. I don't think there was an overall outcry of the overall sexualization of the M&M. It's just an M&M. <laughs> 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 so, um, just an M&M. I mean, I wasn't thinking anything of it. I mean, it was just an M&M. It wasn't like they had, like, scantily clad women out there, you know, uh, with bags of candy, it was an M&M. Yeah, it was an M&M. I mean, if you're looking to do that, then I I guess. I guess. (laughs) I I, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) It's just an M&M. Just don't change the red and yellow because then that ruins the whole... Like, one of my favorite commercials over the Christmas holiday is when... They walk into the room and Santa's putting stuff under the tree and it's oh, so? he does exist. They do exist. Yeah. Lentil. And so you know what? They are different shapes and sizes. The yellow one is P 
peanuts, and the red guy is just playing with chocolate. <laughs> and what's wrong with stilettos? She looks good in them. Don't take them away from her. And then the last thing that I want to talk about tonight, which was actually another interesting thing, if you have been watching um, Jeopardy lately, um, you have seen a lot of winning streaks, which is causing some fans to complain it needs to shake up its format. Uh, Tom Nichols, who's a five-time champion of the game show, recently told Boston Public Radio that he thinks the, salute, that the, the solution to, is to limit those endless streaks of success which would involve retooling some of its player rules. Before 2003, Jeopardy! contestants were allowed to win only five consecutive games before they were forced to retire. When that rule was lifted, uh, people like Ken Jennings, who in 2004 became the highest consecutive winner in Jeopardy! history, uh, began to hold the champion slot for weeks on end. After about two or three wins, I think you got such an advantage you've been using the buzzer, which is more important than people realize. Uh, you're a lot more comfortable in the studio. You understand the rhythm of the game. Newer people just walking in there don't really have much of a chance, and that's purely because the returning champions have mastered the mechanics of the game. If you've done that for eight, nine, ten games, there's a reason they used to retire you and continue. But the ratings are up, and people want to treat it like a sport and professionalize it. Might as well move the show to Vegas. He sees the change Jeopardy as a downfall, pointing out that the whole charm of the show was to celebrate ordinary Americans showing that what they knew. It was not supposed to be 38 games of Hulk smash. Uh, since contestant Amy Schneider <laughs> last year, viewership of the game has soared. Uh, Schneider is only the fourth contestant and the first woman to hit the $1 million mark after Jennings, James uh, Holzauer, and uh, Matt Amadio in 2021. It says if the show isn't going to tweak its rules in the post-Trebek world, maybe it should consider going away altogether. <laughs> Here's the thing. As a game show quasi-historian, yes, there used to be game shows where you could only win, I think, the top amount on some shows back then, especially like in the late 70s or 80s, was like $20,000-$25,000. After that, or you had mm-hmm. to be a certain amount of win. After that, you were done. You were retired. You were gone. But to me, I think it's sometimes best for stuff like that to happen because eventually what happened? All those people did lose. And it was only a bigger story then as to when they were going to or sometimes if they were trailing and going into final jeopardy, you didn't know. So now if they were up by say like 25,000 every game, they could still lose it because they might think that they were smart enough to know the answer and they might miss it. But I think that's the whole pull of it all is to see when they're going to lose. And if they're that smart, eventually, trust me, I've watched other game shows. With some of these Jeopardy people, there's one uh, where they're on some of the uh, past Jeopardy runners. There's another one that they're on and they don't know everything. Sometimes they might know all of the good stuff, but they're horrible when it comes to entertainment and sports. And eventually there could be or a show pop culture. Yeah. Pop culture. And so eventually that will mess them up. I think it's fine. I don't see anything wrong with Jeopardy having uh, consecutive wins host because I think that's what gets people to watch. And if they're worried about them winning all the time, then let those so-called smart people that made it to the Jeopardy stage beat them. 
I don't think there should be a cap. I agree. I mean, I, I, I agree 100%. I don't watch Jeopardy for the winners or the losers. I, I never watched Jeopardy for the, the people. Like, I did when it got to be, like, they were getting up there and, like, winnings. Like, oh, my God, this guy's winning a million dollars, you know. I did at that point. But I watched Jeopardy because I want to see how well I do. Like, I'm the one yelling at the TV. I, and, and maybe it's a game show thing because, like, Family Feud, uh, Wheel of Fortune, these, like, these quote-unquote older game shows, I enjoy watching them so much more because at home I'm sitting here yelling and screaming at the TV. It's like, no, it's this. And normally I'm not watching it by myself. I'm watching it with someone else, like another family member or what have you, and we're mm-hmm. yelling and screaming at the TV. It's like that's, that's our entertainment. We get to try and see how well we do. Um, but I don't, I don't think they need to change the I, – I think changing the format, changing and limiting it, I think that, that puts a kibosh on things. It's like, oh, you won, your, you won your five games and you've won a car. Bye. And it's like, <laughs> okay. If it's that way from the get – like out the gate, get-go kind of thing, then it's a lot more easy to swallow. It hasn't been, so don't change it. It's like don't 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 f up a good thing, man. So I agree. I agree that changing it now would be, I think, more detrimental than helpful. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, but uh, well, I did have one more story, but I'm going to. Use that one for another day. <laughs> uh, no, it was well. I, you know, I try and end this on something funny, something um, <laughs> something funny or something pretty much kind of just odd or weird because it's that this is that type of show. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, in the what were you thinking department, <laughs> uh, South Dakota man was <laughs> after his mother unwittingly served his marijuana brownies at a senior center. Oh, the man, Michael Kalanda <laughs> was arrested January 5th, a day after the Bonhomme County Sheriff's Office began investigating reports of, quote, possible poisonings at the Tabor Community Center. A deputy wrote the probable cause affidavit. Uh, he faces a charge of possession of a controlled substance. He declined no comment. An investigation into the incident led me to believe that the patients were all under the influence of THC from a batch of brownies that were bought to the community center by the suspect's mother, the affidavit said. Uh, Karada's mother told the sheriff that her son had baked a pan of brownies and she took them to the community center card game. She handed over the rest of the brownies, the affidavit said. The deputy who wrote the affidavit said he spoke to two people who ate the brownies at the senior center. They said they learned that he had been in Colorado where recreational marijuana is legal for people 21 and older uh, over the weekend and he returned with marijuana products. He admitted to bringing one pound of THC butter to make the pan of brownies and then went to bed, and his mother unknowingly took the brownies to the card game where several people ate them. He said the remaining half pound of butter was still in his house, and he turned over that remaining butter to the investigators. Uh, He was released on $3,000 bond, and a representative for the county clerk's office said that uh, he had not retained an attorney just yet. And he is a teacher. (laughs) 
no one with the district could be reached for comment Thursday afternoon uh, in what appears to be his LinkedIn page described him as a K-12 local music educator. <laughs> Attempts to speak with someone at the community center were unsuccessful as well from NBC. But yes, but here's the thing. They knew it. Wait, wait, wait. Time out, time out. Where was this originally? Okay, so originally uh, he – it was it happened um, – he is from Dakota, South Dakota. right? In one of the Dakotas? And he went to Colorado. Yeah. Oh, so he, he, went, could get, he could get popped for trafficking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can get popped for trafficking. Unfortunately, like, I mean, not not that I want to get too legal on this one, but that is a – oh, yeah. You're not supposed to cross state borders with that. And then a pound of freaking butter. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? What were you thinking? That's your grandparents' pound of butter from back in the day. <laughs> That's some good <laughs> butter. <laughs> Parquet. Parquet. <laughs> oh, God. What an idiot. What? Like, yeah. Come on. But you know, the mom took it. Like she didn't. Like he cooked the pan of brownies, and mom just takes it to the card game. That's like something off of a TV show. Why would you take something? How did you know that that was for them? He didn't specifically say that he fixed that for them. You just took the brownies and like, oh, I'm gonna share this with the gang at cards. Yeah, that was a very interesting card game. I bet. <laughs> I'm sure it was. After a while, I'm sure they got the munchies and just kind of was whatever. It might be okay though if you think about it. Those senior citizens may need help with keeping down food. You never know. It might have helped with cataracts. Might have helped with the arthritis of the cataracts. (laughs) Exactly. There's there's medicinal qualities there. (laughs) Now somebody's probably going to ask, when are you going back to Colorado? (laughs) Can I get that recipe? (laughs) No. No more. No more. No. Nope. Sorry. Family recipe. Family recipe. Oh, Lordy. But yes. So, uh, there's always something going on in the world, but we hope that wherever you are, that things are a lot better. Um, but with that being said, uh, any shout outs this week? Um. I'm trying to think. There was somebody. Oh, uh, they, we have. I have a visit. Well, I don't. There is someone from the Discord that is out here in Vegas, so I'm hoping he's having a great time. So, Wheelchair Maverick, if you are listening, uh, enjoy your time out here. Uh, he's already posted a lot of pictures of some really good food. Not going to lie. Kind of jealous. Um, <laughs> other than that, no, I actually don't have a lot of shout-outs this week. Just because even though it's been a really short week, it's been a really short week. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's not much going on. So other than have a good week, have a great weekend. I hope next week is better for you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, by the way, did uh, did he at least get a chance to go to the hot dog place that I went to out there? The dirty dogs? No, not yet. He has yeah. not. I've already told him that he needs to. Um, I've also – he's – been out to Caesar's Palace, but not to the Bellagio Fountain. So there's there's things that I'd like, hey, while you're out here, if you get a chance, you need to do these things. Um, so 
hopefully more pictures to come. Um, we'll see. Yes. Shout out to the people at uh, Dirty Dog and give me some uh, deep fried Oreos if you are out that way. Also join the Discord if you're out if you're listening. Um, I do stuff on the Discord. Uh, Discord is kind of blown up this week, but we are you know there is a community Discord out there for Lavar and I and Page One. Um, and sometimes I play weird video games on Discord like Phasmophobia. So thumbs up. Come join us. <laughs> please, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. <laughs> I, we don't have one for Discord, so I just asked. There was no fancy song for Discord. So until somebody makes one, then, yeah. <laughs> it's that you. No shout out to you. Yes, it has to be Twitch Twitch. Um, no shout out here. Uh, once again, for all of you listening, we are now on Spotify. Uh, we are on Apple Podcasts, and we are on iHeartRadio. So a lot of different places to find us along with being here on Blog Talk Radio. Um, and then, of course, I'm on Twitter at NewsCometBTR, and uh, Mary is over at Louise Mama. So definitely hit us up. And when you have a chance, send your nominations over for the Tournament of Bad. It's going to be a lot of fun come March. Um, and we can't wait to see uh, what your suggestions are. But um, definitely get them in. Hashtag page one TOB. So with that, I didn't think we were going to get to an hour. Uh, <laughs> once again, we see ourselves wrong. <laughs> Are you kidding? Like, come on. Our conversations take forever. Forever. Um, so, I yeah, have... we, we can uh, – you tell me to stretch. I'll stretch. Yeah. <laughs> I, had, I had a few more stories, but I was like, eh, not this week. We, we can save it for another day. Hopefully <laughs> next week we'll be some things to talk about. Uh, this is you know potpourri nights. I don't know if that's gonna happen like once a month because it's like early part of year. You really don't get a lot of stuff. Stuff tends to pick up. I think maybe um, uh, spring, maybe like like February, early March. Hopefully, because you got I mean, you got mm-hmm. NFL football this weekend. You got um, you know Super Bowl coming up in a few weeks, and so stuff. Other stuff got pushed back and. Uh, actually, after tonight, um, we've got, what, three weeks until um, – Is it three? Yeah. Actually, it, well, no, you know what? Actually, i got to look at the calendar. <laughs> this is – once again, LeVar needs, like, a huge calendar, like, two months out and two months ahead. Um after tonight, yeah, it is uh, three weeks until uh, my birthday, which I have to figure out what I'm going to do. <laughs> More likely, I'll be here with you guys. So, um, no Groundhog Day show. <laughs> and we won't do it on the second and the third. No Groundhog Day show. <laughs> <laughs> but that would be funny if we did it every day uh, for like the next few days. So. One movie I've never seen, by the way. <laughs> never saw Groundhog Day. 
I know the premise of it. I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I've never seen the movie. There, there, this is a recurring theme. I've seen bits and pieces of it. We need to put together like a definitive list of things you need to watch and just scroll through them. Like you need to watch these movies. If I have the time, um, maybe during this winter and maybe during the bad weather, I can sit in and watch a few. So we'll see. But I digress. <laughs> Once again, thank you so much, everybody, for listening to us. We will be back here again with you next Friday night, last Friday of the month, um, which I don't know what that will bring because we've already done um, – We've already done yay or nay. We've already done the Urban Dictionary Word of the Week. We have to start thinking of something to do for like the end of the month. Um, I don't know. But we'll figure it out. we got one week to figure this out. So until next week, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is Laura from Mary saying thanks so much for listening, everybody, and we will see you next time here on page one on Blog Talk Radio. one don't forget to get the latest show info on twitter at news comment btr and add us as a podcast on apple judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.